I gotta get milk as hell, sir. Let's get it popping. Uh, Mason, were we recording when Jared said that? Yeah, hundred percent. Perfect. <laughs> Good. That's gonna be the lead-in. What's up, everybody? First of all, we got to get this out of the way. Welcome to the rebrand. Hey, rebrand. woo, rebrand, rebrand, baby. Welcome yes. to the episode rebrand. of Knights of the Nerd Table, where we do our very best to fill you in on the recent nerd news as well as the next nerdy things happening soon. I am one of your co-knights, uh, Mr. Nate Porter. I'm joined by two fabulous individuals. Uh, they are Mason Hiddenbone. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, that you're right. Hiddenbone. Keep going. It's Hiddenbone. right there. It's Mason right there, but keep Hidden. going. Mason Hidden Snowball Sayer. It's a long day. Uh, and Jared, the Daddy <laughs> Clark. Let me introduce you one by one. Uh, Mason, tell tell the people uh, a little bit about yourself and your name. <laughs> Hi. Well, here you go. If you want to know anything... There for it is. The, for our listening oh, yeah. only audience, there's a giant <laughs> sign behind Mason's head that says hidden snowball and has nothing to do with bones. No. Nope. Uh, He's also got a collection of master swords in his corner. I do. I, I have a collection of master swords. I have an Overwatch flag there. I have a master shield. I have a bunch of D&D books. On the ground over here, I have a Minecraft creeper. I have a bunch of guitars and a Minecraft poster. Some Legos. We got some Doctor Who figurines. We got a bunch Doctor of... Doctor Who? I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also sick, so my nose is a little stuffy. I got the Doctor Who. <laughs> I got some Doctor Who. Bunch of stuff. I'm nerdy. <laughs> I like video games. I like D&D. That's me. I'm Mason. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Mr. Jared, tell the people about yourself. What up? What up? My name is Jared. I, uh, I'm a nerdy young man. Um, I have a son who's also a growing nerd. Um, I caught him trying to log into my PC or my computer today, and he's only a year and a half. Um, so. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but yeah, I. Uh, I wish I could show you my desk because my desk is me. It's like your backdrop. I have like a Lego BD one. I have just magic cards and D and D stuff all over my table and I'm a heavy gamer. So yeah, let's get after it boys. Yes. I, uh, I am all my nerd stuff is also like, I can see it, but you, you can't see it. That's all like on my desk. I am currently in a rental, uh, house with my, new wife just married a little over three weeks ago it's fantastic she's amazing and she's the best at everything and i love her anyways enough of that cute um hey but i also what's the nerdy thing you did this week nerdy thing i did this week um i competed in the brothers war pre-release event on friday um i uh it was a sealed so i built a Subpar blue white control. Um, I okay. won my fir- my first match two zero, very nice. uh, very barely. They were both very tight games. Mm. Uh, I absolutely got flooded in game two two times oh. in a row. I don't know how that happens in a forty card deck. I was <laughs> borderline furious. Oh, I only rough. ran seventeen lands. I did Whoa. everything right, and it was I don't know what to tell you. Um, mm. And then my third match. 
because I lost and a lot of people dropped out was a buy. Okay. So I went two and one on the stat sheet. However, a lot of people dropped out, but a lot of the top ranking players were undefeated until the third round. So somebody had to lose. (laughs) So in that top, you know, 16 out of 32 who entered originally shook out to top eight and your boy snuck in to the eighth slot. Let's go. Yeah. It was also a quarter after 12. Uh. And so we, uh, amongst ourselves, instead of playing two more full rounds of uh, magic, the uh, participants agreed to just split the payout. So I got paid out five draft prize packs. Yo! Pulled some solid Dece artifacts from this set, which is uh, uh, not even hiding the fact that it's an artifact set. Yeah, um, it is every bit of it. Don't for our but that's what that was my nerdy news is um the buys got me the prize. Hey, nice. There you go. Nice. There you go. Uh Mason. what about you, Mason? So yeah. Oh wow. Same. Wow. Page. We're all on the same Dude, brain page. God, I love our brains right now. Like who would have thought? <laughs> uh what's my nerdy thing this week? I've played so much video games this week, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um i've been just absolutely grinding out uh overwatch 2 um i know this isn't like anything new obviously i'm a fan of the series um but uh no i've put a lot of time in i uh i got my five man together and uh collectively we did amazing we went competitive and mm. i am at Silver five, which is the lowest in silver you can get, which is just above bronze, which is the lowest rank. Um, But to be fair, Overwatch tweeted out saying that their competitive matchmaking is just broken right now. It is placing (laughs) like it placed people in like diamond, which is like above gold. So bronze, silver, gold, diamond in like bronze, like people that played last time. And so. There's some shenanigans going on, but I've been grinding that out. I placed low silver, and I've just been uh, grinding my way up now. Um, Congratulations. I think that's my nerdy thing. I've been doing too much IRL, like, hanging out with people, non-nerdy <laughs> stuff. I need to get back to my roots, honestly. Yeah, come on. There's <laughs> like that. There's like that. Gerard! Jared. Hi. What's your nerdy thing, bud? <laughs> Uh, I will start out with, I probably put a full 40 hours since release and put a full work week into (laughs) Modern Warfare 2. Um, (laughs) I am already ranked 55. Uh, I'm waiting for the new season to come out so I can prestige. Um, the nerdy thing of my week is I forgot that yesterday was, as of this recording, yesterday was pre-release for Brothers War. (laughs) And Mason and I live in the same town, and so I was like, you know what? Let's our our ladies, our waifus, are going to hang out that evening, and so we're going to have a boys' night at the at the fun factory at the card shop. And uh, I showed up. It's pre-release. They had just finished their pre-release tournament, and they just started immediately into a commander, and it was just full-blown commander. Every table was full. There was no room in the inn, and so we <laughs> decide as like I just called Mason. I was like, hey. I'm going to see if I can get these the, some of the, the commander deck that I'm looking for, and then we'll meet back at my place, and we'll play commander there. 
So I walk up to Dave, the owner of the Fun Factory. Dave's a wonderful, wonderful guy. Yeah, he is. And um, I was like, Dave, I'm collecting the Warhammer Commander decks. I know I'm probably pretty late. I'm looking for the the Human Commander deck, the Human Imperium Commander deck. And he's like, dude, the only place you're going to get those is eBay. And I was like, okay, it's fine. He goes, I will. He looks at me and goes, I'll sell you both of these Commander decks, the Brothers War Commander decks, for 70 bucks." And I was like, Dave, don't you tempt me with a good time. <laughs> Whoa, Dave. Dave. Hold on, Dave. Dave. Hold on, Dave. Slow your roll there. Stop trying to sell yourself to me, Dave. I already <laughs> love you. And uh, so I gave him 50 bucks cash, and then I was going to put 20 bucks in the card, and the deal was done. And uh, he made a boo-boo. He owned up to it. I walked away, and he goes, dang it, Jared. And I was like, what's wrong? And he goes, I accidentally charged your card 70 bucks. And I was like, not the end of the world. Dave, it happens. Dang it, Dave. He gave me my 50 bucks back and was like, you know what? Here's your 50 bucks. Please start taking these things. And started handing me. He's like, handed me 100 uh, Eclipse sleeves, the mats. He handed me two Dragon Shield sleeves. He handed me an Ultra Pro thing. And I gave him the 50 bucks in cash because I was like, come on. But uh, I got uh, both the commander decks, and they are a blast to play. They are an absolute blast as far as the precon goes. Um, they're not lying when they cut when they're not like you said, Porter, hiding it when they say they're artifact. It's an artifact oh, yeah. set. So that's Artists. my new thing of the week. Um, great stuff. It's it's good to be a nerd as always. Um, so that's our nerdy stuff of the week. Together, the three of us, we are the knights of the nerd table. So here's how this podcast video cast however you get it works each of us comes to the table with some a variety of topics we are excited and can't wait to discuss or explain and maybe even teach something new to you the listener at the top of each episode we will actually roll initiative we said how do we find a way to take turns if only someone had built an entire system around <laughs> turn taking uh mechanics and uh we said let's do that and so if you roll high you go first you roll low you go asked and then we just start the round back over at the top um and we get to uh use our reactions to respond to the info delivered so we're excited for that too it's not just one person talking the whole time um it'll be a lot of fun so from there we'll just keep moving on to get through all our content and try to and uh, give you something to enjoy maybe in your workout or your drive to work and hopefully the goal of this podcast is and always will be uh simply to uh let you the people the listeners know a few of the fun things that we love and nerd out upon and nerd stuff is fun and and it's great and we love it so mm -hmm. we're gonna uh try to explain um what we can to you and fill you in on the upcoming stuff uh maybe bring you news about the old stuff whatever that may look like so without further ado ladies and gentlemen my good friends how about we roll initiative i got we'll my die right here let's i'm gonna go. roll this and my, uh, let's see what we get, let's see what uh, we get. this, this is, is these are all dry rolls i've ever uh owned for dnd that's my die that i'm rolling Whoa. with today Ooh, lucky die Whoa. lucky die i'm rolling a baldur's gate uh 20 side for this one i'm rolling a oh it is uh, uh zendikar 20 side die nice, i got nice, a 13 nice. i got a 15 i got a five <laughs> Ooh, there it is there's the turnover baby there it is. Dig Yikes. It. Imagine. Imagine. 
Uh, so I will say that- an initiative at Porter's wedding. I did roll a 19, which was the highest of the night. So yes, someday I'll tell you all about the fun things we did at my wedding that are nerdy. Um, maybe like, oh, that'd be a fun video. Like how how I snuck nerdy things in my wedding. That's good. <laughs> um, I love it. A lot of the music, very good. Yes. Uh, all right. So I get to go first. I can use my action. So here's what I am going to do. Um, uh, I'm, oh, this is going to hit. Uh, this is going to hit for sure. Um, I want to talk about. I want to talk about Andor. Um, this okay. show on Disney Plus, uh, I have found to be fan freaking tastic. Now, this is it's not too hot of a take. Um, but I will say it's a little spicy. Uh, I think this is some of the best. I think this is the best live action Star Wars content since Rogue One. Um, If you like spy, you like espionage, there's not a ton of like fighting going on. There's not a ton of like blasters going out. And guess what? Your nerds, your Knights of the Nerds table, they're not single. They're not saying they're they got ladies. It It can happen. Believe in yourself and be confident in the things you like to do. That I digress. For our audio Um, listeners, we just we had a lady walk into the background of our video. We had a wild Amanda, (laughs) my wife, Jared's wife, because he's married, because he can, because he's got suave, he's got skill, he's got all the things you need to land the lucky lady. Uh, No, she told me that we're getting married, so (laughs) (laughs) or or it might work like that. You never know. Yeah, um, you, know, you just get lucky. And something to walk up and be like, you, me, what's going? Like, okay. <laughs> so I guess so. I pick you. Uh, 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 Jared was her starter Pokemon, so <laughs> lifer. 100%. I would have picked uh, a different one, but it's okay. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, anyway, Andor, uh, guys, this show is fun, intriguing, and it's got me on the edge of my seat. And a couple times it's made me go, oh. And um, there's okay, a couple okay. just hot, uh, like, pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on because there are Easter eggs in there. And it's it's super fun. Um, and it's a st- it's the story of, of uh, Cassian Andor, which if you remember from one movie, he plays a huge role in that movie. This is sort of his origin mm-hmm. story, um, his upcoming, his uh, recruitment to the Rebellion. As we record this, um, rolling towards the end of the series, but I'm absolutely loving it. Um I, I, uh, uh, live action, I think it's the best. Even non live action, I think it's up there with some of the best, um, more fun, exciting Star Wars content. It's, it's opening up the universe without, like, making a joke of it. Um, it's original without being, like, is that Star Wars? I can't tell the vibes. It's just, it's simple, it's effective, and it's a lot of fun. It's got me on the edge of my seat. Um, the, uh, main like team played a role um a couple of those names in the born um the born movies so it's like mm. oh the pacing you're like okay so that's why i like this i love you know born right. supremacy born identity like stuff like that those movies were fantastic again there's some similar like intrigue vibes and you're just like this is a really tense moment um the latest episode has probably some of the best star wars dialogue in wow. in it and it's just like quotable lines quotable lines quotable lines mm. um and i loved it i loved it so that's where i'm at on that um i love the end of my attack of opportunity here. <laughs> um you right now <laughs> uh i'm not coming at you i'm i'm not gonna finish that statement <laughs> um so but uh 
Um, basically, what I wanted to say is, isn't like one of the first Star Wars shows, right? I don't think there's a single lightsaber in it, right? I haven't seen one. And saying like the, I, don't think a, I haven't really watched very many of the episodes, but I, what I've heard is it's one of the first. I mean, Star Wars shows, right? Where any any and every Star Wars show has had a lightsaber in it, like. I think the one of the cool. only ones was maybe the Resistance, Star Wars Resistance, but it also I think it does have a lightsaber in it as well. But um, but I think it's one of the few, and it, I feel like the reason why I say that is because I mean it's Star Wars. The whole brand of Star Wars is synonymous with the lightsaber. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's just really cool that they did such a phenomenal job, and I. I haven't watched very much of it because I wanted to hear your opinion on it, Porter. Um, and just by hearing that, I'm definitely going to go watch that tonight after I play uh, after I play Ragnarok. But um, but uh, I like that. I like that it sounds phenomenal. I just wanted to flex on you guys really quick and that I'm so sorry. That was my <laughs> attack of opportunity was flexing Ragnarok. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, dang it. Both on my co-hosts who don't own a Sony gaming device. So You're just such a rascal. How dare you. That's a good old chug. All right. Cool. Anything else, Porter? <laughs> you have anything else like that from your uh, your action that you want to use or talk about? Any bonus actions? Movement? Yeah, any bonus actions. Free action? Um... Go watch it. That's my bonus action. And nice. Okay. That's it for my turn. Love it. Nice. All right. Uh, it looks like next up in initiative. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just so used to DMing. No, do it. I love this. <laughs> it's, Don't stop, uh, Mason. Jared, next up in initiative. There's three of us. Hey. If you're Tommy. Boys. Tommy. Hey, don't use my character name in real life. You know how I do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it makes it too real. <laughs> it makes it too real. Um, it's hard, so hard to get back. I want to talk about, and I think it's the main topic on my social media, um, is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, mm. um, second installment in the most recent Modern Warfare, since Modern Warfare 20, or Call of Duty Modern Warfare released in 2019. This is the second iteration of it. Um, first impressions, uh, I love it. I think they did a phenomenal job. I'll admit it. I just to give you guys my background on Call of Duty, I started playing Call of Duty back in I think it was Call of Duty Big Red One. Um, one of the first original Call of Duties on the original Xbox. It was a phenomenal there's no multiplayer, it just was campaign. Um it was a World War uh World War One Call of Duty. It was phenomenal. Loved it, played so much of it. My father would actually play it when I was younger, when I went to bed, and he would come into my brother and I's room and play while we slept. Um, and so I would <laughs> sleep to uh, him yelling German swear words at the team and, <laughs> um, and sounds of gunfire. So I, yeah, I slept through that. Um, so I played that. I My first online experience with Call of Duty was Modern Warfare, the very, very, very first original back in the 2000s. And then... Uh, I was sculpted and made into the man I am today by the Modern Warfare 2 lobbies, the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> it's a terrible thing. <laughs> I'm a trash bag of a human being because of that. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, False statement. But I, 
so that was just to give you my background to give me some validity on what I'm talking about when it comes to Call of Duty. And I've played every single Call of Duty since, and I've played the crap out of all of them. Um, I will say it, this new Modern Warfare 2 is very refreshing after the dumpster fire of Cold War and Vanguard. Oh, um, it, they were terrible Call of Duties. It was uncomfortable to play. It was not Call of Duty. It seemed more like some other first-person shooters that I won't name because it just didn't. They didn't feel like a Call of Duty. They didn't feel Medal of Honor. Have, yeah, basically. Medal of Honor is <laughs> goaded. You keep that game out of your mouth. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, I've only ever I played Medal of Honor, European Assault, Goat, European Assault, Rising Sun. Uh, right. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Hi, bye, bye, bye. That was my so, reaction. Go on. No, that was great. I love that for both of you. Um, but I love, I love Modern Warfare. I love the realism in it. The it plays a lot like Ghost. Um, Time to Kill or TTK is pretty short, um, as well as there needs to be some nerfs and some buffs along with the guns. Um, the this is, and I will say, the most grindy Call of Duty known to man <laughs> it is uh very very aggressive when it comes to uh grinding it's they're like oh camos will make that easy because to get gold on a gun there's four challenges and they're super easy challenges um and then you you get these you grind these four uh, four challenges for this gun you get your gold but then the issue is is getting those guns and getting attachments for those guns is when it becomes very very grindy um the way it works, I'll just explain. Um, I'll explain uh, this red dot site that I want to get. Okay, it's the mini oh, CZ Pro. Red butter, uh, right? It's the red dot <laughs> site. It's the casual red. It's the casual red dot site. To That's get me. this red dot site, you have to use this thing called a Lockman Seven Six Two. Um, Lockman Seven Six Two, and it's a marksman rifle. It's like a single barrel, single shot marksman rifle. You have to level that up to a level 11. Once you get to level 11, you get the different receiver, the Lockman 556 receiver. Once you level that up to level 13, you get the Lockman sub. Once you get the Lockman sub, you level that up to level 15, and that's when you can unlock this red dot site. Pass. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I, I love the idea they had. It's pretty aggressive when it comes to grindiness. Um, I'm gonna use my reaction to uh, jump I, in here and talk about it also because as someone who isn't like super like I've played Call of Duty, not yeah, like a yeah, ton, but right. okay, I'll 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 give you my background. I played some Call of Duty when I was little. All right, right. but my first yeah. game, ooh, pulling it out is Call of Duty World War Two. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> From like so 2018. Like, <laughs> it hasn't been long. My philosophy is more bullets, better player. And so right. I only <laughs> use an LMG. It's so true. We, only we play use. <laughs> I've been, I've played the last since Call of Duty World War II came out. I've played every single one. I've only played LMG. And I am now trying to grind and unlock these things and attachments for these guns. And I can't just play my LMG, and I'm so yeah. sad about it. Yeah. Um, anyways, I have two copies of this because I lost the other one and then found it again. Uh, that's my Andrew <laughs> Jackson. Uh, just let me grind my LMGs. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, Ma back to you. Mason's first Call of Duty was Battlefield 1. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> uh, 
so there's that. It's oh, that's cool. You do have two copies for audio listeners. Uh, so it's very grindy. It is very frustrating to be like, I'm a submachine gun player, and to get the final two submachine guns, I have to go through the AK weapon tree, and it's this very long process. Um, so I'm almost there, but it's taken a full 40 hour work week just to unlock all of the submachine guns, so I could just grind submachine guns. Rough. Um, so that's 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 my frustrated part about it um the thing that frustrates me is um i think the call of duty player base i feel like the streamer player base we've talked about it before um doesn't like it because it doesn't play aggressively uh it people also don't understand what camping is camping is sitting in a corner right and just sitting in that corner but if i'm holding a stairwell moving within the stairwell that's not camping it's holding the point stop pushing me you forehead <laughs> stop camping like i'm holding exactly. a point this is hard point like yeah, i have to time, be here i have to be shut here. up dead yeah shut up your dead kind of a thing shut so up dead. hit your shots kid <laughs> they're also complaining the movement's nerfed i like it because it caused is people to slow down also side story about movements nerf they cause people to slow down mason playing an lmg mason is your typical lmg player but like in real life where i will be pushing a corner and mason will just put covering fire like he'll just shoot at the corner and allow me to push that corner so nobody comes out and shoots me when you have 175 bullets you have to use all 175 bullets on that one corner where there is no one and then when you need help pushing when you need help pushing, it is um, pretty hard because <laughs> he's reloading for the next 50. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he's one, he's so, one, he's one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll be there. Um, so it is pretty frustrating in itself, but I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, <laughs> stop okay so uh, i want to say this though i'm very excited the maps are pretty dang good there is a map it's a highway map i don't really remember the name i skip it every single time because it is a dumpster fire the border. it's just a highway with a whole bunch of blowing it's the border map blowing up cars you've probably seen clips of it on uh tiktok and instagram terrible map design it's just chaos there's no order to it there's it, they took the idea of a three-lane map and made it worse uh so with that being said i like this call of duty because the devs are listening they're putting out patches each week for things um they've also heard us about maps so on wednesday november 16th this wednesday i don't know if this is going to be out but november 16th is the launch of their season one they're launching warzone 2 for sure they're launching their dmz which is uh their um escape from tarkov version Oh, um, cool. And it's going to be a ton of fun to play that. Um, they're launching uh, Shoot House, one of the best Call of Duty maps of all freaking time. Um, yes, let's go. So they're bringing Shoot House back. And then um, they're bringing three new guns, two of them, or four new guns. Two of them will be available immediately, even if you don't have the battle pass. And then other ones are, the other two will be unlocked through some challenges so they're like you know what no it's free and they have a new form of doing their battle pass which is quadrant based um so it's not just this linear map you can choose different ways to go about this to get what you want faster if that makes sense um look it up seriously it's just it's really complicated to explain in an audio format um 
but it is super, super cool. I like the way they're doing things. Uh, and then halfway through this or a few weeks into season one, they're launching shipment. Uh, yes. That's the boys become a good map. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the original Rust before Rust became Rust. Um, yes. That's where you settled things as men um, was shipment, and then Rust came along. And so um, that's happening. It's a lot of cool stuff. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to cast a spell here, boys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit him with some burning hands. I'm going <laughs> to hit you guys with a hot take, okay? I think skill-based matchmaking is a good thing for this game. Ooh. Interesting. So... Let me go on. A lot, of people are, a lot of people are like skill-based matchmaking is ruining video games. It's not. It's not. You're complaining because skill-based matchmaking is putting you in lobbies with people who are just as good as you. So right, you're not playing. I can't. I can't destroy a whole lobby if that happens. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're complaining because you can't get clips and things like that. If it wasn't skill-based matchmaking, it's so much worse. You'd be thrown in the lobbies with dudes who are three times better than you, a four-year-old or 14-year-old who just got it for Christmas and just wants to play, right? Also, with this new season, they're launching Ranked. So if you have an issue with skill-based matchmaking, go play Ranked. Have they ever had Ranked matchmaking? I do not believe so. Oh, that Um, sounds They had some Ranked in Black Ops 4, but it didn't last. It It wasn't that good. Yeah, Yeah, Black Ops 4. (laughs) So... um, Yeah, so, um, but I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing for casual players. It's a humbling thing for me because, like I said, like I want to come home and sit and play. So I come home and sit and play. And five games in, I'm like 35 and 15, doing 24 and 8, like doing really well. And then it's skill with Smash makes me into lobbies of people who are just as good as I am or if not a little better. And it humbles you. And that's what also makes you a better player. That's what makes you better. Okay, it's fine. Playing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mad? Stop, stop complaining get about getting your butt kicked and get good. Just here's saying. My, here's my thing. Yeah, I can Ooh, only beat natural. people I'm better than. <laughs> That's it. That's an issue. Then. That's, That's an issue. That's an issue. That's your hot take. You have to get so, better. I think it's a good thing. Hit your shots. Kid. I think it's a good thing. For, it, it, that's exactly it. Hit your shots, kid. It it made me. I was literally playing um, Thursday night, and I was just getting hammered by people, like just getting crushed. I kept pushing too hard. It made me quit out of a game, and I leaned back in my chair, and I realized that I'm playing people who are just as good, if not better, than me. So how can I play? How can I beat me or people who are better than me? And so I just started playing counterwise to how I would play. I started slowing myself down. I started More getting bullets. better angles. Started using more bullets. Started hitting my shots, and you just get better. That's what skill-based matchmaking is for: is to save Timmy's, who all you streamers who are complaining about it, get over it. If you can't, if you don't like the game, go play Halo. They need people in their lobbies. Yeah, right. oh. you didn't have to do that. <laughs> I, I said it. I you said didn't it. have to I do that. It. Gosh, throat Halo Infinite oh, coming for your throat. Oh my so, god. That was my not trying to make enemies out here. Podcast. Wow, <laughs> sponsor us. So, um, Amazing. But yeah, so that's my hot take on that. And uh, nice. that's what I have for the show. Uh, I think the next <laughs> order is our DM. <laughs> I also, can I? Action, can, bonus can action. T- you still got movement? Uh, movement. Haste. I'm going to 
<laughs> nice. Uh, I'm a paladin. Uh, I'm going to smite my way through combat and hand it off to uh, my boy Mason. Mm. Hey, thanks. Uh, top of my turn. Uh, I will cast haste to myself and just pop through some games. Um, oh. Just some games. Uh, obviously, we I talked about Overwatch at the very beginning of this. Loving it. Been playing mm -hmm. it so much. Overwatch Season 2 is coming out uh, December 4th. Uh, that's going to be a brand new hero named Ramatra. Uh, Ramatra is nice. an Omnic. He's going to be a tank hero. He's going to be able to switch in between a more DPS and a more tanky uh, hero. Basically, he's going to go from like a floating Zenyatta to growing arms and legs out of his back and like punching. Uh, he's going to oh, have cool. uh, a staff, which I think is going to be his primary fire. It's going to be a barrier, different form switch, as I said before. An ability called Vortex, uh, which is going to be his E, and we're not sure what his ultimate ability is yet. Um, so that's the Overwatch stuff. Keep an eye out of that. December 4th, get hyped, get excited for it. Um, next up, uh, Gotham Knights recently came out. Hey. Um, it, I had a rough story, uh, and it didn't keep people very much because the mm. uh, it, it's made by the same people that made the Arkham series. Um, you know, Arkham Knights, uh, Arkham Asylum, or not Arkham Knights, uh, Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, those kind of games, which people loved for, like, all of history. Like, people have been loving those games. The story of this, and spoilers if you haven't played the other Batman games, but top of this, Gotham Knights, Batman dies. Um, and so yeah. it's left to the Bat family, uh, Robin, um, Batgirl, Red Hood, and um, Nightwing to save the city. And it's the first game with with multiplayer. Um, the only issue is that they went really hard in the RPG a uh, aspect, and so there's a lot of, like, you need, like, different, like, levels and things like that. Uh, it, this is all just from what I've heard. I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet, sadly. Um, so check it out if you want to. Apparently, there's still people who are like, yeah, the gameplay is still really fun. The stories might, may not be as good, but it's really fun to, like, jump around the city with like your friends and things um speaking of not being able to play it god of war ragnarok is out <laughs> now um and reviews are in people are loving it um there is like the story continued from the first one it's the same kind of uh, uh gameplay that you got in the first one that everyone loved uh if you haven't played it yet check it out it's on pc and on ps4 um, definitely I would recommend checking it out, but, uh, it's only on PS5 and PS4 right now, sadly. Uh, I have a PS4, it's just, I don't think it counts as a gaming device, the original PS4 that came out. Uh, it Ooh, is... Ooh, hot take, hot take. It is <laughs> trash. Um, it takes forever to load, it's not, like, fully HD, um, there's no storage on it. And uh, it's just it's just rough. Uh, I'm not gonna buy a PS5 because I just got Big Bertha the gaming computer. Um, Let's go. So I guess I have to wait for it to come out, or I go invade Jared's house for a while. Uh, we'll mm. see you there. You're more than welcome anytime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> continuing on uh, with my haste action, uh, Plague Tale Requiem uh, just recently came out. This the end of October. 
Uh, Plague Tale, very fun game I recently played through. Uh, very dark story, but a very uh, fun, almost puzzle, but it's a, a third-person uh, mm. kind of item management. Is that management. the one with the rats? It is the rats, yes. Okay, I, I started a playthrough of that on uh, Shoutout Xbox Game Pass, for yes. making that accessible to me. Um, I stopped out of more like other things just came up and games I enjoyed, game styles I enjoyed, I think, um, took priority. But I, I did enjoy the puzzle aspect of that game. It wasn't overcomplicated, but it was like, oh, what am I? Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. A lot of those kind of moments. Yeah, it's really cool, especially because there's, like, different things. Like, there's, like, a guard that's trapped in the corner, and you need to get past him, and there's a bunch of rats in between you. So, like, you have a torch, and you move closer to him to, like, get past this door, which the rats would kill him. But if you hit the torch next to him with your, like, fire rock, then you'll save him. You'll get that achievement and an extra special voice line. It's really cool. Um, I just started the second game. I haven't gotten a chance to play much into it. Uh, first one was super awesome. The story was great. You can kind of tell what it's going to be from the beginning, but there's some twists at the end where you're like, holy crap, this is wild. Um, it sounds sweet. And then, um, I mean, I don't think it's too big of a spoiler because the trailers for the second game really show it a lot. Um, but the first game doesn't like have like a really solid ending. Um, you would think that it's like, all right, everything's resolved. Like all these like things that happened are going to like finish and everything. And then they kind of just go, we just have to keep surviving. And you're like, oh my gosh. And so the second game is like really needed after I finished that first one. Cause I'm like, like there's more to this story. And so I'm really excited to keep working on this. Um, but, uh, who that is, uh, that was whew, haste. I am uh, feeling the um, exhaustion. point of exhaustion now. Yeah, um, setting in. So I uh, just running through some games. Those are the interesting ones the last few months that uh, I would recommend checking out. Uh, and then obviously the indie recommendation, Shovel Knight Dig. Uh, if you ever played Shovel Knight uh, and loved it, this is a very fun, uh, rather than sky side-scroller, it's like a, you go down. It's made by, made by Nitrum. Uh, and the original creators, Yacht Fish Games. Um, Nitrome is one of my favorite, like, mini clip. Back in the day, they had their own website where it's just, like, really fun PC browser games. Uh, they worked hard on this, and it's really fun. Uh, but those are those are the things I'm going to talk about in this round of initiative. And uh, I guess we'll pass it back up to the top of initiative. Make sure to keep an eye out on those video games. Porter... Looks like Yo. uh, you got top of uh, the round. Yeah. Um. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to go ahead and use a fury of blows here. Um, <laughs> <Ooh>. So <laughs> I mean, uh, ready your heartstrings, okay? Because uh, just take a breath, prepare emotionally. Because um, some disappointments. Uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie delayed four weeks, which is the most Dungeons and Dragons thing <laughs> to ever happen to a Dungeons and Dragons thing movie. Hey, a little bit of, hey, can we just push it back a month? I got a lot of stuff going on. A little, hey, yeah. uh, we can't all make it. Um, uh, no, but honestly, that uh, it looks like the original release date is going to be a pretty hot sci-fi month. Um, and so studio was like, ah, let's push it back and let's give it a little less of a hot opening weekend um, to try to make some money off all these nerds who are going to go to the movies anyway. So um, that's my first hit. Second one's going to do a lot of damage. 
Kevin Conroy, the voice actor for Batman for so long, Mm -hmm. from the animated series of 1992 to 96, he has passed away at the age of 66. Um, Not only did that, he did um, Batman Arkham and uh, games. Uh, He did a lot of the Batman franchise. For lack of a better term, I'm just going to say it. He was Batman. He was my Batman. He's the Batman I I compare movies to. Okay? Like, when I think... One of the reasons I didn't hate um, um, uh, some of the uh, Batman vs. Superman and Ben Affleck Batman is because the broad shoulders that they gave him, that reminded me of my childhood batman and i mm-hmm. liked that batman so that sucks man um he did uh, a lot of voice acting for him he like if you were to hear him you would have been like oh that's batman that's um, just what an incredible career he had as that guy and and um yeah that it sucks but um well, no, he definitely behind a legacy nice. yeah i mean when you're talking about it it reminded me of that even. but um and and the third one um uh, it's it's uh, it's but we knew about it. Um, I will say the tributes um, in the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie I saw over the weekend, Wakanda Forever, yeah. are um, very emotional uh, but fantastic and very tasteful. Yes. Um, I I liked the movie in in general. I thought it was a um, breath of fresh air. The cinematography, finally. Um, we I did not watch. Uh, Thor in front of a green screen for two and a half hours. Um, it wow. was, it was like a good movie. Dialogue, great acting. Um, some of the jokes were not written for Nathan Porter, a thirty-two, thirty-two-year-old white dude. But um, there it the is. Youth pastor line in Spider-Man: No Way Home. That was <laughs> exactly for me. So like, shut up, Nathan, and move on with your life, right? So um, I, I, for I appreciated it. It was. It whole movie that um was just about uh just the fun and the excitement and the emotions marvel again and um i don't know if they meant to do this but the message i got was um hey your marvel has passed and now it's time for the new marvel um if they intended to send that message we've been saying it's gonna happen i felt like oh this was the this was like the big curtain for that and like i'm okay with that um i thought it was a beautiful ending um and uh to to like that season of of marvel movies and um just some fun just a lot of fun uh, actions great uh, fight scenes 1v1s are great battle scenes were just super fun um and i think they mm-hmm. used a keyword a couple times that if this is my thought is with no spoilers Oh, if that's how they're gonna do it, that's really interesting. Oh, I'm here for no. it. No, all right. I, so, I okay. Go to the movies. Go to the movies. I'm gonna use my reaction now for this round. This week. I haven't as the uh, as the resident Marvel nerd that I was. Sure. I previously was. I I wouldn't claim myself as that now. I have not finished Sea Hulk. I have not finished. Uh, I haven't even seen Thor. Um, I, wow. I, I kind of was just like, uh, I have other shows I want to watch. Like I started watching like the, uh, flash again, just because mm. I was like, I need to catch up on this. I only watched the season three. And I'm like, this is what I like. This is that like kind of coolness. And then sure. I realized that like 
I'm I'm trying to think of it as like Iron Man. But when you go into the comics and actually look at these characters, this is what they're like. Like like comics that people love, like She-Hulk, that's a loved beloved comic. That's that's what the characters like in the comic books. And then things like mm. the um like Thor, he is quirky. He's silly. He's a fun guy. And so like I think I I need to go back and I definitely need to watch the uh, new Thor because it's is on Disney Plus. I could just watch it after this. That's probably what I'll yeah, do. Yeah. It's 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 a great date night movie. It's not a like a plant my comic book nerd roots in and right. enjoy all the references yeah. type of movie. Uh, but it's 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 fun for a date night. It's fun for snacks and do you want to laugh? Perfect cuz sorry, it's a comedy. Um but um what kind of forever cinematography the shots the, the the lens flares the like just the reoccurring of a couple shots reoccurring throughout the movie uh of just like this shot of the city you know of a grieving wow. city this same shot of a city in distress and the same shot a city with new hope it's just like wow 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 look at all this actual cinematography and you i'm glad you brought up she hope not anything about She-Hulk, but just like there's just a start, stark difference in the production value of any TV show. Yeah, that's true. And a movie. And like I, I was thinking when I was like, man, I can't even imagine just like all the on-site <laughs> locations that you got to go to just like uh, working um, through this. I, I wrote something down. I need to share it before I forget. Um, shout out to Amanda Barros, David Hall, and Ivar Reistead. I have no idea who they are, but their names came up in the credits, and they worked really hard on that film, and I couldn't even tell you what they did, but shout out to them for playing a part of That's a so really cool. cool, really cool movie. Um, no yeah. idea what parts they really played, but well done. Well done. I I thoroughly enjoyed myself, and I didn't have to take a pee break, which was really great. <laughs> um, but that uh, past turn after that. Uh and at the end of your turn, I'm playing a Simic value on my no real income. <laughs> I turn before play casted uh, Wilderness Reclamation and uh, Chromatic Orrery, so all my spells have flash. Sure. So sure. from Wilderness Reclamation, all my lands have untapped at the beginning sure. of your turn. Okay. I'm going to cast for three mana um, Coax from Blind Eternities, which is a two mana spell, or a three mana spell, two colorless, one blue. Magical. Uh, so sorcery. You may choose an Eldrazi card from your own uh, that you own from outside the game. Put in your or er, er, or in exile. Reveal that card. Put it into your hand. I'm gonna do so <laughs> with Emrakul's Promise End, and then because I'm a Simic Value Engine with no real win con, I have all my mana out. I'm gonna tap 13 mana. Sure. And cast Emrakul, which okay. uh, when it enters the battlefield, you when you cast, you gain control of target opponents. Uh, you gain control of target opponent during their turn. Uh, you gain that, or you gain, oh, hold on, let me get this right. When you cast Emrakul, you gain control of target opponent uh, during that player's next turn. After that turn, that pl- after that player takes his turn, you take an extra turn. Good lord. So that was a full-on <laughs> Josh Lee Kwai um, play So from the command zone. So uh, I'm going to interject <laughs> myself here, <Yeah>. boys. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Six years of setup for that. That was awesome. Uh, during that whole thing, I was like, "How do I? How am I going to interject?" And so I was like trying to figure out this super long Josh Lee Kwai near death trying to find a win gone uh, from game nights, all that. Amazing. But um, 
so what was gonna happen here is I want to talk about the Brothers War, the pre-release mm. which just, that just happened. It's there. It is. It's a cool. It's a cool set. It's a very very cool set. I am. I'm really liking it. Like I said, I was able to get the two uh, commander decks, and we'll get to that in a second. But I want to talk about the lore really quick, if I can, gentlemen. Um, Go for it. You have my permission. I love this set because the Brothers War was originally from one of the original Magic sets from back in the day, and so a lot of older Magic players that have gotten out of Magic are now coming back to the game uh, because a lot of these cards have been reprinted um, and redone, and they're so beautiful. Uh, I love the old. Uh, I'm, I like them, and they're not my my favorite when it comes to Magic. The old borders, but I think they're really really cool. Um, I'm really really enjoying the commander decks. Mason and I are able to play each other. Uh, we, the both brothers are the commanders for both decks. So Mishra, the Eminent One, is the the Grixis commander, which is red, black, blue, and Urza, Chief Artificer, is uh, white, blue, black, and they are phenomenal. Uh, Mishra is artifacts, but I want to go fast. Um, it's very much so. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it was really cool. I beat Mason playing Mishra. He's playing Urza. Urza is very go wide as a commander. Uh, Urza is not, a, in my opinion, is not a good one-on-one commander deck. Urza Chief Artificer. It's a really good uh, like group style commander deck. Um, uh, I'm also, I'm really quickly going to use a bonus action here i want to share a story really quick from buying these decks uh, uh i was talking to so before that resolves there's one card i want to talk about in this set yes uh, i play an yourself. uno reverse card no I'm just joking <gasps> uh we're all playing different games now <laughs> everyone especially you uh black uh swamp players get used to the Two words, Calamity's Wake. It's mm. a card in this set. It's one white and one. It's at instant speed. Exile all graveyards. Players can't cast non-creature spells this turn. Exile Calamity's Wake. So you get to wow. one off this card. But this card, you're going to see it everywhere because I think it's going to be a staple in um, a lot of decks because it's going to throw out uh, graveyard win cons. It's going to throw out zombies. It's going to throw out a lot of problems. A lot of players, you're going to see it in standard, and I think you're going to see it a lot in commander. So um, You're going to see it a ton in modern. Are you kidding me? Reanimator yep, decks gonna, are done for. You're you're uh, going to see it a lot of places. So just familiar yourself with that, Clint. Like, um, pass priority. Uh, so retaking priority. Um What's gonna happen? What happened was is I was um, I was paying for it, and I was trying to decide what things, other things I wanted to buy. And I was sitting myself at the table, and these two guys who had just finished a two-headed giant uh, were having a team meeting. They just lost, and I think they're trying to just re get back, get like get back in the group before they jump back in their next one. Um, the, what had said verbatim, this is what happened. They walked I, over. First of all, I picture them talking like they do in Hot Rod with like one hand <laughs> on the, like each on the back of the head of the <laughs> other person. Ancestors protect us. <laughs> May they protect him. <laughs> Gods of war. <laughs> May exactly. This is, what I'm, this is what I'm misery. This is what I'm picturing you, but good to you, good to you. So I was sitting there and I, was, I put my bag down and I was just looking at the commander decks and looking at some sleeves that I wanted to get. And because you can never have enough sleeves. 
it's just so funny. He goes, he goes, the one over the short guy. He goes, where were you in that game? <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> the short guy goes, dude, I was dealing with that Narset the entire time. I had no answers for it. Where were you? And he goes, I was mana flooded. You know that. And it just was this <laughs> conversation that I was like, this, this right here is pod racing. Like, <laughs> Now this is pod racing. Oh, it just man. was so good in. So that was my uh, introduction really quick. Nothing but... has sounded more just like Tuesday Night Locals <laughs> to me than that right there. Yeah, it was just <laughs> so good. Uh, and I was just sitting there trying not to laugh. And um, But uh, they, they you're like, you know what? Let's make it happen. They fist pounded. They walked back in there. Uh, I think one guy pulled out a mono green commander deck. So he doesn't <laughs> But uh, <laughs> the, but the commander set is a lot of fun. I really really enjoy it. Um, and that is all I have for my turn. I'm tapped out mana wise, and uh, unless somebody wants to interject, that's what I have. Well, nope, I there, guess there resolves. Then it's my turn. Top of my turn. I'm gonna roll a d6 because Ooh. I am gonna talk about the Infinity set. Um, there you go. Which uh. It's going to be quick. I don't, you guys know, I don't know much about magic. Like, these two are definitely some old keisters when it comes to magic. They got the, you know, schwiggity boop, and there's like that brick. I do have a schwiggity boop. And then the like calamities, wait, whatever they're talking about. I, you know me, they made an Unfinity deck legal, and I said I'm in. So if you don't know what an undeck is, <laughs> Um, undecks are normally silver borders, very silly decks that have a lot of things like Alexander Clamington. The more lines there are on a card, the more plus one plus ones he'll get. Um, yeah. it's very fun. Very cool. They made this, uh, one legal because I think they were struggling with, uh, outputting all of these cards that they put so much time into and then nobody buying them because no one can use them for like all of these different things. So, um, well, that's on the stack. Well, that's on the stack. Okay, oh. let me let me before that resolves. Playing an instant before that resolves. I'm playing an instant real quick. Okay. Um, just to add to what you're saying about Infinity uh, and this deck, uh, Mason told me last night while we were playing Commander, he goes, "I'm the type of player that says play big Timmy monster, turn sideways, smash face." Uh, so that was Mason's type of Magic playing, and it's my favorite to play with Mason. Um, but they, what they did with Unfinity, because Unfinity in the past never sold well. It had a very small player base, um, and so they decided, you know what, we're going to make these fun cards. Some of these cards will be commander legal. Uh, they won't be modern legal, but they'll be commander legal. Uh, some of them won't be, and then they made some of the most beautiful full art lands on the planet. To they're, be able to so, sell this deck. they're so uh, good. On the stack, <laughs> some of the most beautiful art lands outside the planet oh, hey. nice. and then with that i'm gonna pass back priority to my boy mason so finishes finishes back to me um i may have pulled it out but um yeah so infinity is fun uh it is all space amusement park um and so if that mm -hmm. sounds fun to you let me walk you through this really quick i have made an almost finished part of this is proxied because that's how I test out decks before I do them is I play proxy with my friends and then I'll go like actually get them mm -hmm. if I think it's fun um, so 
how one of the aspects work. This is the part that I know is attractions. So attractions are um, artifacts that are in their own uh, deck. So you have your library and then you have your attractions deck. Um, and so when you play a card that says open an attraction, whatever the card is on top of your attractions deck, you just put it down onto the battlefield. And then at the top of each of your turns, if you have an attraction on the battlefield, you get to roll a D6. When you roll that D6, the attractions down the side have one through six, and they have little lights on them. If your light is lit up in terms of like if you have a four lit up, if you roll that four, you visit that attraction. So it has a huge list of things mm. as easy as like on visit, scry one to on visit, uh, draw X cards from your library where X is the number of attractions you visit this turn, exile them. You are, can play any of those cards this turn, um, which is really cool, especially when you start to cards factor play, in yeah. how much, um, mm -hmm. how many attractions you can get on the battlefield, which are all artifacts. So these are artifact heavy decks at this point. So you can do something like, um, get cards that allow you to tap artifacts for mana, which is what I'm going heavy into, and basically being able to play whatever I want. Um, and then it gets, it gets, it starts to get fun because like you're doing things every turn. That was my one yeah. thing with Commander is I would get so bored of just like I play a creature for a turn, I pass my turn. Mm -hmm. Here yeah. I'm doing things like I have some acorns, which are the new silver borders. Um, these aren't legal cards, but I have them in the deck because they're fun. Things it like, depends on your playgroup too. Like yeah, if your playgroup's sure. cool with it, play it, you know. Because and they're not broken either, because it's like stand three feet away, throw a card. If this card hits this card, if the, the card from outside the game hits this card, you get a two two teddy bear. And then you exile that attraction and put a new one on the battlefield. Like it's so simple. There is one where it's um you have five seconds to stack as many dice as you can. Any dice that you get above four, you get that many one one squirrels on the battlefield. I didn't get it a single time when I played with Jared. It was so funny watching him do it, though. <laughs> like, watching him like watching him press start on a five-second timer and then scramble to stack dice and have a single one stack is hilarious. But it's fun things what? like that to me. Like, like I, I don't... Magic is fun to me because of things yep. like that. Um, and so finding your way to make games... Like, when we started playing Magic, I was like, I don't know, this isn't really my thing. So I started finding things in that game that I did really love. And so... I just wanted to point that out. Uh, try the undex out, especially since they're becoming legal now. Um, I'm mm -hmm. going to finish uh, my proxy deck, make it a fully legal one, get it out to uh, a local hopefully here soon, and just confuse the heck out of people. I was talking to Dave, uh, the Dave from the story earlier, and uh, I was asking for Infinity cards, and he said, you and a singular other person have asked for it. One <laughs> it's other person. so true. I have not it's sold so any true. more like, like packs <laughs> It is you and one other person. I was like, sick. He's like, they're also making the traction deck. I was like, whoa, I hope to play them someday. So it was really fun. Meet really them cool. in the wild. Um, but I think, I think I'm out of things. My, I, I may have to start making death saving throws when it gets to my turn. But oh. I will, <laughs> That's possible. I will, uh, I will pass it back to the top of initiative, Porter, if you got some more stuff for us. Here. Yeah, I've got just a couple quick hitters here. Um... Big one, big news, big news for America. Um, our boy did it. Our beautiful baby boy. Who's our boy? 
uh, our boy's Ash Ketchum. And <laughs> Let's go. He Let's, it's about is the time. very Let's best go. that no one ever was. No one. And God, you'd love to hear it. And he has won the uh, – he wins the world championship. He won the uh, uh, finally a uh, Pokemon League tournament with the best of the best of the Pokemon, Pokemon League Master. tournament. If you, he is a Pokemon master. If you follow Ash Ketchum, you, you'll know he's not – he, he's he was like he was living a Charles Barkley career for a while, and that's a basketball mm-hmm. reference. The a great player with no rings, and uh, he won some wow. tournaments what there a for a while, <laughs> and uh, he uh, he he finally won in a, just an absolute epic showdown. His uh, team uh, was, um, and if you're if you're a big fan of Ash, but you know you're like me, you didn't, you didn't keep up. He's got some he's got some gas Pokemon. He's got some gas Pokemon, uh, Dragonite um, uh, and Gengar. You may know them from from my generation. Um, Dragonite. He's got a Gengar. He's got a Lucario, a uh, Surfetched, which is um, like the next generation of Farfetched. Again, a Pokemon from my generation. Love uh, one that uh, I do not know. Uh, Dra- yeah, Dracovich. Dracofish. Can't even say it right because it's so <laughs> new. And then, of course, um, the final episode was indeed translated, titled. I'm glad I chose you because uh, Pikachu is on that team as well. And uh, Pikachu goes head to head with uh, an opposing Charizard. A Charizard, yeah. For just a battle royale between the two of them. And they honestly, the animators had no business going that hard in the animations. Did you see that TikTok too? Yeah, I, yeah. I did because like there really that. are. It's like it might as well be like Vegeta and, and Goku it was up so against one cool. another. It was just like just insane power and just just great stuff and and spoilers is that okay spoilers maybe because i haven't even seen the episode start to finish i've seen enough parts and pieces by now through tiktok that i know how it ends (laughs) but um pikachu the count was up pikachu pikachu looks like he might not get back up and pikachu has this like flashback of all these pokemon uh, everyone from like season one and like like Brock and Misty. cheering them on, picking them up, like saying go for it. Butterfree is in this scene. No, a hundred percent. Oh uh, my and, gosh, I'm gonna cry. What? what? And like for me, like y'all, I was like nine. I was eight yeah. when I started this. Like these episodes coming out, and like what? um. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Butterfree. That's, that's Butterfree. Butterfree. Bye, bye, Butterfree. Uh, and just like all these Pokemon oh, from man. all of Ash's life. Um, this the 25 years of an 11-year-old's life that Ash <laughs> And um, So true. And he gets it. And he, she, Pikachu gets through. She, he's uh, unknown. She, he. Uh, she, he. Interesting. He gets through, bops this Charizard in the head. And game over. And Ash is the greatest Pokemon master that in in ever. And wow, and wow. he wins. Leon, so we, right? we had to, we had to hype that up. And um, that's it. That's that's all the need. A said round of applause for Ash. I mean, come on. Yes. Yeah. We we love it. We love it. So good. So good. But yeah, the, the, even the flashback. Everyone's watching the TV at home. Rock, Misty, uh, Tracy. If you remember him, um, just everyone everyone just hyping him up oh, just yeah. on the edge of their seat me too me included i gotta go i gotta watch it i'm a, i'm gonna use my right my uh final reaction this round um to talk about 
uh, they probably went so ham because the new Pokemon game is coming out yep. this week, this weekend, uh, November 18th, four days before my birthday. And now you know what to get them. Now you know what to get me. Uh, no, you think I'm not already bought this? It, you don't think it's going to be on my Switch already downloaded? Because it is. Um, but Scarlet and Violet is coming out. Uh, it's very fun. Play it with your friends. Uh, Four-player, the story is all um, playable with your friends. So many cool evolutions for the Pokemon have been leaked. I'm not going to reveal any of that because I hate getting leaked stuff, and I would much rather mm. watch it when I play the game. I already see them. So uh, check it out if you want to, November 18th. Uh, but yeah, super exciting. I love Pokemon love so much and uh, very excited for the new game. And I'll probably have to go back. I, I stopped at Sun and Moon, uh, like season two, because it wasn't translated to English yet. And uh, now it is. So I got to start watching again. Um, and before I pass turn, um, in case you're wondering, because I wondered the same thing, the Gengar he uses is not the haunter from oh. that he brings Sabrina with. It is a different yeah. Gengar, um, has a different episode storyline. So just wanted to throw that out there before, because I was wondering the same thing. I was like, so wait, did he go back and like, or did he come back around? Uh, he has know, gone back in Sun and Moon, season two of Sun and Moon, the first episode. He goes back and uses uh, Z-moves against Misty using Omega and um, uh, oh, Alpha moves. Uh, like the stones. It's such mm -hmm. a cool episode. It's a Gyarados versus a Pikachu. Pikachu using 100 volt tackle. Gyarados uh, mega evolving. It was super dope. I, I would recommend that show too. But that's sick. That's cool. 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 Uh, at the beginning of my turn, uh, I'm gonna keep this room pretty simple. Uh, <laughs> uh, D and D is kind of like my bread and butter. On D and D and Magic are my bread and butter on this podcast. Uh, uh, I've been pretty bored with D and D lately. I'm gonna be honest, boys. Like, to be clear, the game or the content coming out of Wizards? The content Both. coming out. The content coming out. <laughs> no one likes. Well, me. I'm getting pretty frustrated with their play group because they're his DM. Time. Whose fault is it then? <laughs> it's not him. It's not our. DM. None of our players are showing up. It's <laughs> like we're here's the. Okay, I've been running one shots and I've been sick. They've been awesome. Uh, there's nothing more frustrating than being in the middle of a player story arc or like the, their main, like, this is your arc. This is your mission. This is for your background that you've begged. The Sloan, we're calling you out right now. Yes, right, Get Sloan, here. Go for your freaking nuts, bro. Like, <laughs> I, uh, know. I know nothing. Um, <laughs> so, no, but just like, if you're in the middle of your arc, show up <laughs> just show up uh but yeah that's just that's just a common decency thing i would say for any player group if you're in the middle of an arc that you put in time and for your backstory don't do your play group or your dm disservice who put a lot of work into your backstory okay. sloan i recognize up. your mother-in-law wanted you to come to dinner i recognize that same thing that sometimes you just i don't go. recognize that okay so <laughs> Well, I don't recognize that. I don't know if Mrs. Kolowski didn't want him to come to dinner. That, he should have said something. Now I feel like a bad person. He's actually being individually. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but that's for real. That's just, that's just a general thing for any D&D group. Like, swords revealing light on that whole story. <laughs> <laughs> Some now you, you know facts. You, you could have just casted light. There's a cantrip. <laughs> no, swords are revealing light. No, I'm still calling him out for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but anyways, back to not, not us D and D. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the D and D community, the uh, there's a subclass for a sorcerer for a sorcerer that came out. Really wasn't that impactful. Wasn't that big of a deal. Um, Dragonlance is on the horizon. Uh, I will say this: What happened to D and D one? Where did all the hype go? Uh, where did all that momentum go? Um, for a company as big as they are, they got a lot of feedback. It should have been pretty easy to put some stuff back out there, you know? Yeah, uh, I am curious, all... like, what's been happening to the feedback that people have been right. supposedly getting? Yeah. Exactly. Like, what happened to all that? They own D&D Beyond now. They have complete access to it. Uh, it's been months <laughs> since the launch of D&D 1, and... At this point, it seems like a flop. Um, and I, I don't want to say it is a flop. It just wow, seems whoa. that way. I burning hands? Do you, you have two spell slots no, for burning a, hands? No. I, well, the burning hands, Mason, was I cast it a level one. Okay, oh, that was okay, a level okay. one hot take. Um, but that, um, I don't know. I just, I don't want to say it's a flop. But it seems like it had a lot of steam, and now it doesn't. And it's like I'm kind of checking D and D Beyond every day to hear about it. There's not much going on. Um, but for my bonus action, I want to share um, some little segment that I like to call the card of the day, uh, <laughs> get card it. of the week. Get it, get it. This is a, this is a good, uh, way, to, every, every, good way to everyone gets their one card of the week. Everyone get the card. Uh, this is sure. my card of the week. It's from Ice Age, one of the original Magic sets. Uh, it is a five mana cost artifact called Naked Singularity. Um, and what this card does is an accumulative upkeep of three colorless. So you just kind of tap three of anything at the beginning of your upkeep to make this happen. And the ability is this instead of normal mana, planes produce mount or produce red, islands produce green, swamps produce white, mountains <laughs> produce awful. blue, and forests produce black. And uh, that's for the whole table. Oh um, my gosh. So I will also say this is 39 cents in Card, King- Card Kingdom. They have plenty of stock. <laughs> Do of that what you will. <laughs> Amazing. So that's my card of the week. That's fantastic. Uh, I'll take a card. Um, my card of the week is... Sure, why not? My card of the week is an enchantment called Eternal oh, yeah. Oath. Um, it is a legendary enchantment. It's actually a one of one because my wife got this card for Aww. me and gave it to me at our first look. That's God, us from so our engagement beautiful. photo shoot. Um, when Eternal Oath comes into play, enchanted rings are exchanged between two players. Two humans become bonded for life. They remain bonded until either human dies. This enchantment is indestructible. Bonded creatures get, gain plus one, plus one for every year they have been bonded and have lifelink flavor text. No longer two, but one. Uh, it's a mythic enchantment, and it is my card of the week. And no love one, it. you can't find that. It, Part of the it's life. Not, it's not on TCG. Yeah, I love that. Here's the thing. It's so impressive. That's one of the things where it's like your significant other, like, loves you enough like that. Like, she put some research in because those are all terms, like magic terms. She could have been like, yep. hey, we're getting married and this is super cute and I love you. Mm-hmm. Totally. This is a 3-3 three, three mana. Like, it, like, but she. Mana dork. <laughs> mana dork, right? She For her mana bonded. dork. That's a real term, like. Nice. <laughs> Stop. Let it go. <laughs> God, that was good. I'm mad. That was so good. <laughs> but uh, 
but uh it was that's just such a cool so super cool gift uh it's a good gift idea for all you ladies out there who are dating nerds yep uh I'll go with my card, which is yeah, I should have gone before Porter's because he's just gonna show me up. Um, but this is my this is my beg for you to try the Undex. Uh, this is Swinging Ship. Um, it's one of the attractions that you can put out. So on a four or a six at the top of your turn, if you roll that. By the way, I have a bunch of things in here that like allow you to like move your die up by like one or two to like get the numbers that you want. After the first combat phase, this turn, there's an additional combat phase. At the beginning of that combat, untap all creatures that attacked this turn. These are Jeez good cards. This is legal. Yep. This is this yep. is these kind Yikes. of cards, like you have a you have a twenty-five percent chance to get it, but I have so many things that it can affect the deck to be where sure. I can get that almost every round if I want, if I have things set up. Right. And so yep. That's my plea. That's my beg for you to play Infinity because it's really fun. There's things like stickers, which are entirely legal, where you can put just like a yep, like a make remake a creature and make it a six four, just if you have the enough like attraction points. It's yeah. just the it's really cool. The the Infinity is is absolutely worth checking out, especially if Magic doesn't feel like your your thing. Try Infinity because it's more of like a crazy board game where. Everything's made yeah. up and the points don't matter type of vibes. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, I would love to be on that design team. It'd be so What's fun. With the coach? Shout out. I have had an idea um, <laughs> for a card called Closing Time where uh, it's a, a blue and a anything. And it, the, the text is, if it's 5 o'clock somewhere, counter target non-creature spell. That's awesome. That. That's you what I want to You only play it on the hour. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um anyways those are some great cards those are some great stuff um this was a, a great episode yeah um we're gonna we're gonna roll out uh, a couple of things hey we are on youtube we are on instagram we're uh working on on twitter social media thing we're gonna be possible uh patreon if you like what we're doing we're gonna we're gonna set a goal for the between now and the next episode mason rolled real bad on his initiative so, so if we can get um if we can get that bell that youtube bell hit 10 times let's say let's say 10 new subscribers mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mason will get a plus three to his initiative roll next time that's our goal 10 yeah plus three uh, this is a great plan simple this is a great i will plan. also say mason i need a death save from you right now oh yeah, yeah hold on oh, yeah. uh just roll from the amount of <laughs> yeah. exhaustion points you said yeah get that out there if you roll last <gasps> What is it? What is it? It's a nat one. <laughs> so that's two. So, <laughs> so Mason, and if he rolls his, no, roll that again. Roll that again. He's got one oh, more death no. save, bro. Okay, all right. He doesn't. This is he rolled one. I know, I know. but you guys both we'll, we'll, we'll skip your turn in addition. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I made you I want to see this. I want to see if he dies. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. Okay, I'm out of the Mason's game. off the podcast. <laughs> hey, we're looking. We are nothing for for new co-hosts. Give <laughs> me a third. <laughs> Uh, those are all lies. Mason is going to be here. Um, also, big deal, big deal. Uh, a perfect segue from this card. Actually, uh, keep an eye on for our YouTube page. We're going to do a video, a how-to shop for your nerdy significant other this holiday season. So be on the lookout on our YouTube page for that. Um, if you are a nerd, just drag and drop that to your to your significant other's 
yeah. send it to them, share it to them, whatever. Whereas we're just going to give some like nerdy stuff, some breakdown stuff. There's some great things that your loved ones would probably love to get for you if they knew they existed. So you can maybe just get like a Star Wars Lego set, which is great, but like maybe not quite your exact cup of tea. Uh, we're going to try to do a video about some of the coolest gifts that we've ever gotten and maybe some great gift ideas. Um, for your significant other nerd this holiday season because there's a lot of great stuff out there. Super fun. Um, we're going to be doing that. Keep an eye open for that. Keep an eye open for um, the new, just the rebrand flush as we change everything, upgrade everything, adapt everything. Um, we are the Knights of the Nerd Table. Don't you forget about it. And the only thing we have left to say is good night. <laughs>